Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clementson. If you're a recruiter, out on your own, or just lacking general guidance or mentorship, then you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the advice, the motivation, and the strategies you need to become the very best recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, here we are, and let's take your desk to another level. Now, today, burnout. Recruiters face it all the time, and... I want to do an episode on how to identify it and how to fix it quick, okay? I think I read once that they're the top two most stressful professions in the world are one, being a police officer, and two, being in recruitment. Um, I don't know where those stats came from or what they're measuring, but it makes sense. And I think particularly when you're a young recruiter, you just don't realize how much load and how much stress and pressure you're taking on. And if you don't know how to release it and you don't know how to manage it, it can really be detrimental, not just to your performance, but to your overall health and it will bleed into your personal life. And then you think, why the hell am I here? Why am I even doing recruitment? I think it's really important to know, I've been doing this for 16 years now. I would consider myself a successful biller still to this day and we're building an agency. I joined recruitment not having a clue what it was and I only took the job because I didn't have to cross the bridge uh, to to go to the city. I really wanted a job north side of the bridge and I found recruitment um, and it's I didn't love it. I hated it actually. I quit after six weeks. I got six weeks into the job and went, this is crap, I'm quitting. So I quit. And then my manager at the time said, well, look, why are you quitting? I said, I just don't get it. It's stressful. I feel lost. No, you know. And so anyway, they kept me on. They basically said, look, come and join another team. It's a thriving team. It's a different market. You'll enjoy it, different people. And look, I got in there and this is where I learned that markets really do suit certain people. Um, but anyway, long story short, I've been doing it for 16 years since. So I understand that when you start, it's really stressful. And even when you get later in life and, and further down your career, if you can't manage your stress and you can't manage that load, you're going to fall apart. So I'm going to start by asking you, and you might be thinking, oh, I, don't, I know how to manage this. But let me just ask you this, right? Um, how do you know if you are burning out in recruitment, right? And, and there's probably going to be a thousand um uh sort of indicators but these are the ones that come to mind to me like are your you know are, you, are your eyes twitching we've all had eye twitch but are your eyes twitching that's a sign of, of 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 overloading um are you struggling to make decisions do you have a feeling of anger or sadness just like a foreboding um are you tired in the mornings are you getting up unmotivated Is it, are you struggling to get out of bed um are you not motivated to do very simple tasks? You know, that oh, moving around the house. Uh, is that you? Um, spontaneous crying. Are you just crying for no reason? Um, and, and skin breakouts. Skin breakouts are a huge indicator of what's going on in, in your belly and your gut. Too much adrenaline, too much imbalance, too much acidity. Um, that could really affect your skin. So if you've got any of those symptoms presenting themselves and it's not normal then it's, a, it's probably a sign that you're starting to burn out and you need to actually maybe lighten the load. Um, I did a post not that long ago and I just said we need to um, we need to manage stress in the workplace like we do uh, or stress loading like we do physical loading at the gym. If you've never been to the gym before, you can't just go every day and pull up weights 
and expect linear results, you actually need to have what they call deload weeks. Every four to five weeks, you need to really cut back the weight that you're doing to 70, 60% and just have a week of, of going, still going through those motions, but giving your body a bit of a rest. Um, so, you know, it might not mean that, you know, in the recruitment sense that you're having an entire week off to, to rest and recover. It might just mean you're pulling the load back or you're doing certain activities that, that, uh, that are, are a bit of a lesser pace or a bit more relaxing in the context of it. Um, but look, I think, I think mental load is is no different to physical loading in terms of the body. You really need to dial it back and, um, you know, everyone needs rest, everyone needs deload weeks and everyone needs to recover. It's as simple as that. Your brain is just a squishy muscle. It's not a muscle, but you get what I'm saying. You keep loading that thing up and you don't give it time to breathe and recover. It's just going to... It's just going to not work for you. It's not going to function for you. It's not going to serve you. Um, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six tips here that I think really help with managing mental load and take one, take all, take none. I'll leave that to you. Um, but the ones that seem to stand out to me that, that really help um, are one, set calendar boundaries. And what I mean by that is you control your time. Don't let other people control your time because I think that's when you can get really stressed is when you just feel like everyone's hijacking your time, everyone wants your answers and attention and your effort and and also calendar boundaries when it comes to work and home life. You know, recruitment's nonstop. It's a rolling to-do list. It's a never-ending to-do list and it's a 24-hour job. We need to be very conscious of that and make sure that when you go home, you go home. Don't pull a laptop up and you know, sit in front of Netflix and, and, and troll through LinkedIn. It's okay to do that every now and then, but if it's a habit to do it every single night, you're not getting the downtime. You're not getting the rest you need. Second one, do you know what is best for your mental state? You know yourself better than I do. You know yourself better than your parents do, and you know what makes you feel good and what is really good for your mental load. So for some people, it might be a sleep. For other people, it might be a walk. For other people, it might be whatever it might be. Whatever you know is good for your mental state, build it into your week. Make sure it's there before you feel like you're stressed, before you feel like your mental capacity is at, at its limits. So you want to you wanna be on the f- front foot for that thing. So if you know there's something that really helps you, weave it into your week daily, you know, a couple of times a week, whatever, whatever the it might be. For me, floats, you know. Um, I'll probably get to that, but weave it into your week. Make sure it's part of it. Whether you're needing it or not, do it anyway because you'll never you'll never actually need it. You're always doing it anyway. Three, big advocate for this one, exercise and recovery um, are two, sep- who, two different things. So um, a lot of people think exercise, 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 and then they never actually let their muscles or their nervous system rest and recover. I know we're talking about mental load, but the, the body is no different. So if you do love your gym, and a lot of recruiters do, running, swimming, gym, gymnastics, whatever it might be, my rhythm, for example, is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is high-intensity workouts. Friday, Saturday, Sunday are my recovery days. And my recovery days are um, stretches, massages, um, saunas, that sort of thing, ice bars to really recover and calm down the body and nervous system. And then we start again. 
Um, but the, but that rhythm might be completely different to other people. I've got a, I've got a unique body. You've probably seen this thing on my arm. I'm a type one diabetic, so I have to manage my load in in particular ways so that that I'm I'm feeling alert and and healthy and happy at all times. Um, what else we got here? I mean, obviously. I, I kind of touched on this just before the fourth one nervous system resets so if you get into that point where you are just so stressed and you just feel like the world's coming in on you and you you just want to cry or your eyes twitching you might have all those things i mentioned before your skin's breaking out you're crying you're not motivated you're tired in the morning you're angry you can't make decisions like you got all those things that you really need to stop for a moment and go hey i need to do something about it um the quickest the quickest reset is just snapping your nervous system back into alignment and ice baths, floats, yoga, breathing, walking, all these things. You can do a couple of hours, just cram them all in. You're going to feel a million times better because your nervous system, you know when it's like buzzing. It just feels like there are a bunch of bees in your in your body and it's just, um, or, you know, it might feel like a strobe, like whatever that feeling is that you can describe it. You've got to calm that thing down. You got to calm your nervous system because you're no good to anyone. Your client, your candidate, your boss, yourself, your target. You are no good to anyone when you are vibrating too highly. Fourth one, uh, one, two, three, four. Fifth one: eating clean, drinking four liters of water a day. Simple one, but don't go and get a burger at lunch. Go and get a salad. You know, don't don't go pick up a, a Mars bar. Go and eat an apple. It's so simple. I, an apple will fill you up just as much. And at first, if you're used to having these sugary hits and whatever, it is hard to make the switch, but give it a couple of days. Your, your palate changes within a few days. Your taste buds, I think they cycle every three days. So if you are got a particular taste that you like and you and you crave or addicted to, it's either your taste buds, they'll circulate out, or it's your gut bacteria microbiome, and that needs to just be reshaped and reformed. Just, just do it. Eat clean. It, it, it can very much help. Uh, and the last one, the sixth one, practice being in the moment. A lot of stress and a lot of mental load comes from living in the past and regretting what might have happened or overthinking a situation or whatever that might be. But guess what? In the past, you can't freaking do a thing about it. And that's where the, the stress comes from. Because you're just reliving this thing that nothing can be resolved, nothing can be actioned. Humans feel so good when they're actioning things and they're moving forward. You can't do that when you're looking backwards. Okay, you just need to. If it's a big moment in, if someone passes away that you love, you're going to give it the time. But if it's a small thing, right? And most of the things that stress us out are actually quite small in the grand scheme of things. It might feel like in your world it's huge, but if you actually step back and looked at it objectively, you'd go, that means nothing to anyone in the world. It's just something that I'm lamenting on. I need to move on. Give it five minutes. Allow it to have five minutes. Let it flow through you. Be frustrated. Be angry. Don't let it. Don't let it waste more than five minutes of your time. Move on. So practice being in a moment. But then the other, th- the other side is like a lot of people get mental load and stress and fear from the future potential of what might happen if this happens. What might happen when it happens? I did an episode the other day and it was about – it was about – Courage and just shortening the gap between knowing what you need to do and actually doing it. So the problem with being in the in the um, future and fear in the future, it's fear – what is it? False evidence appearing real. Fear. False evidence appearing real. Again, you're in the future. Like you can either prepare for something or just wait until whatever you're fearing happens 
uh, I can guarantee you 99% of the time, it ain't going to be nearly as bad as you as you picture it. So why even bother thinking about it? I know, I know myself, for example, I don't worry about anything that's in the future until it's right on my desk right now. Is this coffee going to taste good? Well, let's find out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to worry if my coffee is going to be good or bad. Actually, that's a bad example. Everyone should worry about whether their coffee is good or bad because we know how bad uh, a bad coffee can uh, make your day. You get what I'm saying. If you live in the past, it's going to stress you out because you can't do anything about it. If you live in the future, you're stressing out about shit that you can't even – it's not even here yet. It's not, it's, it hasn't happened. So you want to try and – my point was practice being in the moment. Being in the moment is a wonderful thing and it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. I don't know why, but uh, some people just get it. But most people don't live in the in the moment. Being present when someone's talking to you, not on your phone whilst you're talking to someone, you, you're talking with them. You're engaging. You're in the moment. can really help with your stress. They're my tips to manage your mental load. They're my tips that can, I hope someone got something out of it today. I want I want recruiters to have a long, lustrous career and I think this is a huge one for it, is just managing your own expectations, your own mental load, your own um, stresses. And if you can do that properly and weave in some wonderful habits, healthy habits, week in, week out, to preempt it so you're never actually in a bad mental state, you're going to be so much better for it and you're going to thank yourself for putting in that effort to, to put it into your calendar. That's what we have for you today. If you've got anything out of it today's episode, please subscribe. We really love the subscribing. Follow us on LinkedIn. That that channel's growing at a pretty good rate. And, um, and share it with your colleagues. That's going to help this thing grow and we really want to bring it out to a wider audience. Um, as always, have an amazing day and may all your deals come true.